Two Dykes and a Mike. My name is Rachel Scanlon. I'm Mackenzie Goodwin. And we are, first of all, ex-wives. I know a lot of new people have been wondering. A lot of people ask us. In the comments. On TikTok, on Instagram. Are you guys a couple? What's the deal? One of them was pretty, I would say. Aggressive. Aggressive. They yeah. Were, they were like, are you guys rubbing clams or what? Which I hadn't heard rubbing clams You know what I've heard before. is I've heard the term clam slam and here's why i'm is that a for it is that a party full of like lesbians no a clam slam is the act of scissoring slam and clam slam and clam yeah and here's why i'm for it Uh thanks for asking because it rhymes yeah so the second you take out slam yeah and you're saying are y'all rubbing clams now i'm against it i agree now i'm you've lost me i was on board for clam slamming and now for clam rubbing if you're here's the thing if you're ever watching something on the internet maybe you're consuming content with your ears yes and you have the need mm-hmm. know the desire the drive to leave a comment <laughs> and that com- comment has the word clam in it yeah i'm gonna need you to think about it for just two seconds if it's funny it's okay and if it's not if it doesn't rhyme, it's not okay. If it doesn't rhyme, it's not okay. Unless you're using emojis, then put them in. I think Clam Slam yeah. should first off be the, the title of this episode. Did you know that Cam- <laughs> Do you know that Clam Slams are actually offered on the Denny's menu right under Grand Slam? It's the same thing, but with oysters. Two pancakes, two glasses of orange juice, two strips of bacon, and two oysters. It's called the Clam Slam. I'm going to be honest, would buy. 10 out of 10 would buy. I love oysters. You love oysters. Oh, but that's different than a clam. Anyways, to me, going back, but listen, right. a clam slam should be the name of a soror- an all-lesbian sorority yes. party. Yeah. A clam slam. 100%. Thursday night, BYOB, clam slam. Yes. Yeah. It really should. Gamma, gives- gamma, gamma. <laughs> okay, so first, wait, after wait, wait, we- wait, 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 wait. <laughs> did you ever rush sorority life? I did. See, this is the shit. Okay. We've been friends for so long, and I don't know this about you. What happened? Did you join? No. And so this is what happens. I rushed the first week. It's like a week-long thing of rushing. Mm-hmm. And I did not like... I felt like I had nothing in common with them. For, for, for sure. It feels very heterosexual. It was. And I've heard that there are a lot of like queer people in yes. sororities, mm-hmm. which I love. But um, you had to do a lot of like conversing with the heads of it. And I think if you're a head of a sorority... You're a bad you're, person. You, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I personally don't have anything in common with you and I cannot talk to you. Fair. I just, uh, I, I'm, I'm usually pretty good at talking to, honestly, anybody. Yeah, you're a great talker. I can do small talk pretty easily. I really couldn't. I mean, it was like pulling teeth with these women. Yeah. It was very hard. And I was like, I can't. I'd rather be hanging with anybody else yeah. on a Saturday watching football. To no surprise to anyone, <laughs> yeah. I went to Russia sorority because I was deeply attracted to somebody there. Yeah, yes. And then after Rush Week... I switched to the rugby team, which I I feel like is a very common queer experience. You're like, I don't know what this is. I was also watching a commercial on Hulu Mm -hmm. and I saw the girl that made me want to rush the sorority was she moved out here from Milwaukee and is a model. Nice. Yeah. So, so yeah. But sometimes when you rush a sorority, it feels like you're 
the only gay one at a straight bachelorette party. And you're like, oh, I'm missing the point of, of all of this. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how I felt. But if we had a sorority, we would have clam slams. And actually, welcome to our first official clam slam. Clam slam. Thanks Honestly, for being here. Maybe what we can do is because we have a game night coming yeah. up soon. I think that we should start calling our, our game nights. Clam slams? Clam slams. Yeah. Do you think that it, people will think it's disgusting? Absolutely. And that's what we and do. And that's what we do here. That's why we're doing this. If you're looking for highbrow gay content, go read the fucking news with Rachel Maddow. I'm here for the- Did you just say go read the news with Rachel Maddow? Yeah. Like go call her up, tweet at her and we'll read the news with her. Okay. Don't watch her show. Okay. Read the news with her. And no, I'm not going to take it again. Don't take it from the top. I'm so glad you guys are here. This is such a fun. Also, if you're listening to this episode right now, yeah. make sure you go leave us a review on whatever. Okay. I loved back in the day, we were talking about something that had to do with your calves. No, my quads. Quads. Sorry. And we were like, Rachel's quads are so hot. Go leave a review and talk about how hot Rachel's quads are. Yeah. We got spammed. <laughs> with quad content. With quad content. People were like, Rachel's quads are the hottest thing in podcasting. LOL. You can't even see them on the podcast. <laughs> you can only you hear are. them. You can only hear Hold the on, quads. Hold on. I'm going to put the mic right up to my quad. If you're listening to this, just take a listen. <laughs> yeah. You want me to keep that in? You have to. <laughs> that was the sound okay. of my quad, baby. So, so leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Yeah, and if you're only listening, we are also available on Patreon. You can see the quad in action. And also we have monthly clam slams now. So, <laughs> so get on board. Get on Patreon. We're so glad that you guys are here. This okay. episode is going to be so much fun. We've had big news. Well, also... This episode is actually the first ever episode that is sponsored by one of our Patreon oh members. One of, and by the way, we call our patrons our sharks because they're our board of trustees and they have equity in our business. AKA a shark from Shark Tank. 100%. Gay sharks. Yeah. What up? <laughs> so one of our sharks. Chelsea. Chelsea Kelly. Chelsea Kelly Reef. Yeah. Is sponsoring this entire episode. So this episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Chelsea. And we're so glad that you, you're here. We are. When you're our top tier patron, you get a whole sponsored by episode and this is yours Chelsea you get clam slam you actually now own this episode Chelsea uh, so thank you congratulations congratulations Chelsea it's gonna be a weird one you're gonna like it also <laughs> so welcome um big news we have here news. in the studio yeah we have new jingles and we're going to be premiering them in this episode this is so big so uh if you listen to the podcast you know our theme song it's so good it's so good we are the greatest dykes in the world we are and it was made by my friend, Minnie, Mindy DuPont. And she went through and now made other jingles for us. And she, I swear to God, is so fucking funny. She just, she literally will find a beat and just do a real quick jingle over it. And She's, it's some of the funniest shit I've ever heard. It's also just so good. It's so good. It's so nice to have talented people around yeah. you. Yeah. And She's so good. We fucking love Minnie so much. Go follow her. We'll put her handle and stuff below. Also, her TikToks have been Hilarious. hysterical. She's so funny. She's making just like 80s lesbian anthems, which is what we need. It's so good. Sometimes, yes. you do, sometimes I can't listen to Brandy Carlisle. Sometimes I can't go down the rabbit hole of always listening to King Princess. I can't do Girl in Red. I like Girl in Red. Of course, but we I like all these sometimes things. Sometimes I just need like a pop song. Same. Like a fun, right. that's why I throw on Whitney Houston a lot. Yeah. Because I'm like, we know. We Well, we all know. We all know. But like men, yeah, go listen to her music, but also, here, should we play? So this is just an example. Mm -hmm. I'm just a baby Something's happening to me. 
got all these weird feelings. How do I do this right? I don't know what's going on. I need to ask a dyke. Sometimes I look up into the I'm sky. Just a baby dyke. I'm fighting for searching for the right answers. How do I do this right? Help me. I need I've gotta ask a dyke tonight. I've gotta absolutely crushes it i um wow so wow. we have that's our ask it ike theme song that we'll be playing clips of yeah before every ask it ike now and then we also have a bumble fumble one which is so fucking funny we have just been here like this whole year just like <laughs> taking two dykes to the next level absolutely. i'm like so proud of everything we're doing also if you have queer friends that are like i don't know what to listen to on my drive or whatever yeah I've I've only driven once in my life. I was like, who? What kind who of queer people that? do you know? <laughs> tell them. To, it is your gay civic duty <laughs> to tell them about two dykes and a mic because we would just we love that we're growing this community and it's it's getting buck wild. We have I some know. crazy things coming on this episode. We really do. We really do. I'm so excited. Okay, so first things first. Yeah. Let's get into some good 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 gay news news. And I will never have a new jingle for that. No, I'm sorry. She sent us one. I know. Won't use it. No, the the audio the authentic the real acoustics the real acoustics of us doing it okay so this past i think it was like two weeks ago yeah susan sarandon went on jimmy fallon the late night show yeah what is it called the tonight show sure whatever the fallon one the fallon one (laughs) whatever and she came out very offhandedly yeah as being bi yeah she was like well i'm bi so it was the coolest fucking thing I've seen on Jimmy Fallon's show. I think ever. Yeah. I think honestly ever. Here's the thing. Because immediately, right, I see the clip. Yeah. There's so many things that I love about it. The nonchalantness. Yeah. The like, well, of course. And also Susan, Susan Sarandon, Sarandon. An icon. And I... Thelma. Th- that. I had the amount of like f- body memory flushbacks over my body of Thelma and Louise. And I, I was mean, like, oh, duh. duh. We always knew, I mean, Thelma and Louise is a pretty, I think. It's a queer story. Queer story. Yeah. Because, you know, you have them dying at the end. Their friendship is very tight and close. Yeah, and it's a very a, intimate friendship. There's like yes. a lot of playful intimacy. It feels very like if that movie was made today, they would be like a lesbian couple. Yes. Yeah. And then that they fool around with other people on the road. Right. Which Love we all that. fucking do. Love that. So then... She comes out and I'm like, this is probably, I agree, one of the coolest things to ever happen on late night television because you don't get big iconic actresses like that casually coming out and it's not to promote anything. No. It's not to be like, my career isn't going anywhere so I've got to come out and make a big like thing about it. It's very much, she was just like, yeah, I happen to be bi. It was so fun. I just think it's such a win, like for the queer community, for the bi community. Oh, yeah. Like, it just felt really like. I was just so fucking proud. I was too. You know what I mean? I was like, like, this this is, is, you know what? I needed this this week. I I honestly was like, I had a shitty, dumb, straight week. And I was like, thank you, Susan Sarandon, for just blessing us. It was really, really nice. It was huge. 
I wish I could because I love have sex with Susan Sarandon. I mean, it's not off the table. It's not off the table. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. I never say never. Do you think her and Gina Davis have... So that's kind of what I was going to say, is like, I haven't stopped thinking about it since. Same. Especially because Gina Davis was at the Emmys, and I was like, she's looking good. She's looking... She looks so So fucking good. I know. Do you think that... I love when you whisper in the podcast, as if like, we're not fully publishing it. Right. Well, I feel like it's just you and me. Yeah. It's just us here. It's up. I feel like Gina Davis... Yeah. Like, do you think she's gay? Her jaw says yes. Her jaw says yes, but like her vibe is giving me kind of heterosexuality. I know. But in a way that she still sleeps with women sometimes. Okay, but I feel like that's a lot of women in Hollywood. Me too. I mean, if that ain't apparently Susan Sarandon. Again, Susan Sarandon. But I also feel like Susan, you know how there's like straight girls that fuck women? Yeah. But they like don't have relationships with women because right. they've like had like a husband for 45 years? Yeah. I feel like that's Gina Davis. And then I feel like Susan Sarandon like fucks, has relationships, and falls in love with women. Agreed. But this is what I'm saying. A league of their own. Yeah. Oh. A straight woman cannot play that character that gay. <laughs> I mean. When I go back and look at photos or watch that movie. Yeah. The queerness in that character. It seeps. It's insane. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how a straight woman can, would possibly. could possibly perform that. She, to me, is a very much a Charlize Theron. Oh, Yeah in that character where it just like she has that it oozes queerness that I'm like I don't know if a straight woman could do this I bet that when they filmed Thelma and Louise which was what 25 years ago I think closer to 35 oh my god way before we were alive (laughs) um I bet that there was some type of lesbianic spark (laughs) you which kind of (laughs) is me straight to camera (laughs) lesbianic spark Kind of like what we have <laughs> as you're touching my quad. Okay, here's the thing. This kind of gets into my other gay news. Tell me. So there was, I know you don't watch Game of Thrones, the new one. I can't. Contractually, I'm, I'm I know not, you're allowed not allowed to watch to. that show. So it's called House of the Dragon. And I was watching and I thought, there's two actresses on the show yes. that have such a queer energy together that I was like, okay, so they're obviously going to be together. It never happens. And the actresses came out in an interview and like were like, we weren't trying to queer bait. That's how we happened <laughs> to play it. And I cannot, I, I'm really excited to read this to you. I love that there's an article that came out that says, so sorry, we weren't trying to be that gay. I think what happened is, if I'm going to be honest, yeah. these actresses might have a spark off screen. Yeah. And it came... It just came through the It screen. came through and everyone was like, oh, so those characters are gay? And then it's like... They were like, they're not. Sorry, that was just us. I think that's what happened. This so, is, by the way, the type of thing... This is the type of PR that I would do in high school when people are like, hey, you and your best friend Lauren are pretty close. And then I'd release this to everyone <laughs> be like, it just happened to be that way. I was not I trying, trying to do that. We were just in show choir together. I was not trying to kiss her in the choir room. You didn't see that. That was a joke. LOL. (laughs) Okay, so listen to this. Fans of the House of Dragon picked up on the romantic chemistry between Princess Reyna and Alicent from the first episode. So at the very beginning of the series, the two characters are best friends, and there is a clear love for one another. And there is. I'm going to be honest. You can see it in the looks they give each other, which also is editing. So I'm like... They did that. They lingered on. Yeah, there was a lot of lingers. I always look at all my best friends, too, like this. And then they do a lot of, like, hand touching. Okay. So they spoke with a variety, and one of them said, we were in the rehearsal room. 
I believe it's episode four, and we sat on a bench. It's not necessarily something we had talked about yet. We were doing that scene, and Millie and I, we looked at each other, and it kind of felt like we were about to kiss. (laughs) And she's like, that was really weird. So we talked about it. And she goes, we didn't intend to play it like that. We weren't making them gay or queer baiting or anything like that. It was just, if you want to read into it and see it like that, do it. If you want to see them as more than friends, do it. If you don't, then don't. So You know how theater kids are always just kissing? Yeah. This is where it is tough. The gaydar can be... I think, so she goes, I think there's an erotic energy in most intense teenage relationships because it's a period of trying to work out what one is and what one wants. Oh, so when she's you, gay. I think that that's the actress that's actually the actress playing queer. it is queer. Yeah. Cook added, when you have your first intense friendship, you're throwing all these emotions at the one person and seeing which one sticks. It's incredibly complex and very passionate. Mm-hmm. So that I, is such a queer ex- experience yeah, and answer yeah. to be like, oh, well, you know, when you're like really close with your best friend and you try kissing because you're figuring it out and you're kind of in love with each other. You and then who doesn't know str- that straight, straight people, people. <laughs> straight people are like, hey, n- no. no. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think and it could be that that comes out in a lot of like friendship movies or friendship TV shows when you see that is when if the actress is queer, the actor's queer and they have a feeling for the other actor, I think it is going to come across in the scene. Totally. And that's not gay baiting. No, that's it's just not. Like, she's like, sorry, it's, like, it's my experience in my bones. Yeah. And I thought she was hot. Yeah. I think that's what happened in, in maybe Thelma and Louise. And yeah, totally. That's what I was trying to loop back into is I think that I've seen it in multiple movies where I'm like, okay, this isn't queer baiting because it's not written in the script. Right. Why do I think these actresses want to fuck each other? And I think that's it is they actually do off camera. Right. Or they are, are queer. Yeah. And it just comes out with their like gay eyes. Yeah. Yeah. If if any of the listeners, if you remember any times that this has happened in a TV show or any media, send us the clips because we want to watch it. Yeah. Because I love this. Because you know, the inverse of that is the Twilight series. You're right. Where we have like a queer actor mm-hmm. playing very straight and everyone kind of being like, I'm not seeing yes. the spark. Yes. That's in a lot of stuff though. Yeah. I was just watching and I am... Human, you know what? I'm not even gonna say what I was watching. Please, will no. you please? And actually, McKenzie, I can't now. Please, no. And I was watching a scene where these two people were kissing, and I was like, "There's no way that these are straight actors because the kiss was so." I I watched them go through the blocking in their head. Ah, uh, and I was like, "This is very uncomfortable yeah, to watch." Great showman. <laughs> no, but close. <laughs> okay, so uh, in other gay news, I don't know if you saw this a couple weeks back. Jojo Siwa took her new girlfriend. She's got a new girlfriend already. No, I know. Hot. Well, TikTok called it first. Oh. And everyone was like, they're together. And they were like, who knows? Because they both recently, and now they're all like, we are. saying all over. And we're all like, we know. I love that. And I love that for them. So she apparently, uh, Jojo, Mm -hmm. took the new girlfriend to Chuck E. Cheese. Oh. And people were pissed. (laughs) Serious? Yes. Like, was it People lesbians were like, or straight? I don't know who it was, but it was like, I think it was straight men being like, why would you take a girl to Chuck E. Cheese? Mm. And JoJo was like, I'm uh, still a toddler. <laughs> right. Yeah. She's like, Ch- Chuck E. Cheese is still but fun for me. This is actually like cool. Yeah. Which I totally get. And I actually don't think Chuck E. Cheese is a bad place to take a girl if you are of JoJo's age. 
Yeah. Because where are you going to go? You're, you can't go to a bar. Right. You're, Is she not 21? She's, I don't think she's 21. Holy shit. So I'm like, of course, like you have to take them somewhere fun. Yeah. It'd be like Dave and Buster's or Chuck E. Cheese. I get the Chuck E. Cheese thing. Have it's you, kind of quirky. Have you been on a date to Dave and Buster's and or Chuck E. Cheese? I have not. But that being said, I've taken a girl, as I've told you multiple times, to see American Sniper. <laughs> <laughs> I think about that all the time. You just watching Bradley Cooper in like a Raha America War movie with a date, a hot one too. I knew she was hot. It's insane to me when I think back on it (sighs) that I took somebody to American Sniper. That sucks so much that you did that and that you got away with it. (laughs) Femme hotties can do whatever they want. They're like, yeah, we're seeing American Sniper and we're like, yeah, I'll buy the popcorn. I really did get away with it. Fuck. I but was, I do think about it. It's the worst place I think I've ever taken a date. It's tough. Where's your worst that you've been taken to or taken a, a date? Um, I, and it's a little weird because I planned the date uh-huh. to a good spot, which is a mini putt-putt course because it was our second date. So the Not first bad. one was drinks or no. Putt-putt could be fun. I know. It's an activity and I'm like, it'll be cute. I like had brought a flask. It was a different time. And we pulled up to the mini putt-putt course and she goes, mm, I don't really want to do that. So Are you then, serious? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to stop you right there. Sure. So when you're on a date, yeah, if you don't like what the activity is, because I'm sure you told her before, right? Yeah. Say it way in advance. I wouldn't, I think that's very bratty to be brought somewhere on a first date and to be like, mm, no. 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 Yeah. It was weird. It was a weird response, but she was so hot. It doesn't matter. She, Mackenzie. It doesn't. Mackenzie. No. You would have, you would have fucking, t- okay. So then she was like, let's go somewhere I pick. And yeah. I was like, okay. So she picked, and this is what way worse than Chuck E. Cheese. What? Veggie grill. Veggie fucking Wait, grill. Like Walmart lighting veggie grill. Walmart lighting. And it's almost like if Subway didn't have any meat, like, you just walk through. There's not servers. You know what I mean? And what there's no she drinks. Wa- what did she want to do? I think she it? was fucking hungry. She and was like a yoga teacher. She was vegan, as they all f- fucking are. Am I right, y'all? And I was like, okay, I'm not hungry because I was going to play mini putt-putt. I had carved up. Yeah. I'd carved up for the, the golfing experience. I'm just like, what kind of fun are you trying to have at a veggie grill? It was very much not fun, and the lighting was really tough, and the power went out while we were eating. Okay, so the lighting got better. Lighting got way better. I couldn't <laughs> see a thing. I was like, thank God. You can't, I have to say, one of the biggest dating rules, do not take a date on anywhere where the lighting is, it's like store lighting. Correct. Yeah. You don't no. want Walmart lighting on a first date. No, I want to be, I want dim. Dim. to be like, I can't see you. Yeah. I want to be like, I don't know your eye color. Correct. Yeah. If we, if something happened, God forbid, God forbid, I'm at the police station. Yeah. I'm giving a sketch report. Yeah. I should not be able to. No. It should look nothing no, like it you. Be like, okay. She had a, sh- a shadow. She had an, a, she maybe had a nose. Hair. Kind of. And that's it. And that's it. Yeah. 100%. I don't want to know what you look like on a first date. And no one should know what I look like on a first date. <laughs> rough. It was really rough. But I would definitely take someone to a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. If I... Not not at this stage in life, but if I was 19... Yeah, sure. Who cares? Who gives a shit? No, it's fun. Honestly, JoJo Siwa could rent the Chuck E. Cheese out with her kind of money. Uh, she really could. I also saw a video that she just posted like a few weeks ago where she took that same girl to Olive Garden. And I was like, is she just doing like Honestly, all of the fun chains? Yeah, I would do... I did Olive Garden back in the day. Oh, I'd I would... be like, let's go ball out. If somebody took me to Olive Garden, you're getting fucked endlessly breadstick style. 
I got more endless breadsticks at home, if you know what I mean. I do know what you mean, let's and I don't fuck, like let's it. Let's take it back to my place. Can I be honest? When you're here, you're fucking family. Let's go. Oh, no. That can't you have to be take good. The, you have to take it out. The yeah. F, you have to the take fu- the yeah. fuck. You, you can't. I guess the slogan, the slogan doesn't, doesn't work, work in this no, particular doesn't. scenario. Can I tell you something? Well, then we'll finish up gay news. Yeah. I recently was trying to, f- I think I was trying to find more gay news. And I looked, oh, I was trying to find something for Rachel's toolbox for yeah. you. Thank you. I found there's new type of dillers that are food. They look, they're silicone, no. but they look no. like food. Why? Why? And I bet you anything there's an Olive Garden breadstick. Of, co- of course there is. If they're making them like food style. It was one was like a very realistic banana. Very realistic. Here's my question. Is the idea that it's like hidden in plain sight? Maybe. Actually, maybe. But why don't you just shove it under your bed? I don't know because I'm not their target audience. Who is their target because audience? I don't a wanna, monkey? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand. Listen, I don't know. Because I don't, I don't know the statistics of sex toys, but I know that I don't. So want, one's a banana. One was a very. I mean, what did they like, like cucumber? They probably had cucumber. I just remember the banana had like a little bit of brown. No, like it's too realistic. <sighs> People are. But getting it was loved. silicone. Not to yuck anyone's. Oh, yum. there was a corn, a full corn one. Wait, wait, wait. Corn on the cob. No, like husk. It's got the juice. It's got the. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, that has been it for good, 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 gay news, news. We have an Ask a Dyke for you. And if you want to send us Ask a Dykes, you can always email us, um, two dykes and a mic podcast. I know you're going to get it. At gmail.com. It's actually two dykes and a mic at gmail.com. What the fuck am I doing? I don't know. Dropping the ball. Okay. You can also leave us a voicemail at 818 540 1487. And we'll leave that in the show notes as well. We love getting your voicemails. We also have a voicemail today that we're going to play right after. This ask a dike. I've gotta ask a dike tonight. I've gotta ask a dike tonight. I've gotta know. Okay, we got this um, message from Naya. Okay, so I have an ask a dike for you guys. I like this person, but they just got out of a four month relationship with someone who is kind of a friend. We all work together, so it's a little messy. Yes. And they broke up because she cheated on them. So I'm kind of in a weird place. I wanted to know if I should go for it or not. It's not a job I plan on staying at for a long time either. I really like this person. So I'm conflicted. What should I do? Thank you for all the info. I love the info because those are all all things I would have asked. So they were together for four years. Yes. The girlfriend cheated on them. No, no, wait, 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 wait. Or sorry, four months. Four months. They were together for four months. Girlfriend cheated. All three of them work together. Yeah. And they're friends. And they're all friends. My thing is, is which one cheated? It sounds like the girlfriend cheated on the one that she likes. She likes, yeah. Okay, then I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Fucking go for it. That's what I was Go for say it. T- imi- go for it yesterday. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you haven't already done done it, I'm actually angry. Yeah. I think you should <laughs> This have, is your moment. Do not write uh, into us. Don't wait for us to answer. Go Please for go. it now. Literally, don't wait till this airs. You have to go because this is your opportunity. You have to. And also, I'm not saying like, oh, she's in a vulnerable position. Go for it. I'm saying like, Four months, I don't think you're going to get your heart broken at four Well, it's months. because they're already friends. Yeah. I think it's like sometimes when, you, when you're in like a short thing and it's like getting messy, you all work together, you're like in your 20s mm-hmm. and somebody wrongs you, it is like really nice just to have like the nice sex with somebody who really likes you. Yeah. Like it's fun to be like, oh my God, like get back out there. Like 
this person is a piece of shit and you deserve to have like good sex with somebody that likes you and you're that person who gets to go have good sex with this person. I think this is great. I think there's almost nothing bad about this, especially if you don't want to stay in the job that long. You don't want to stay in the job. Yeah. So you don't have to see. And like this person who cheated like deserves bad things. This is their karma. And I have a question. Besides me, have you ever stayed friends with somebody you worked with at a job? What? Why are you laughing? This is a very big Because question. it almost implies that we've fucked. No. It implies no. that we've had sex and no, still no. work together, which we have. No, we have not. Three times. No. 09, 2014, no. 2018. We didn't fucked even, did, once in each of those years. I didn't even know you in 09. That's not true. You knew me well enough to fuck me that one time. <laughs> okay, listen. Okay. Have you ever, do you remain in contact with any... Coworkers, coworkers from old jobs that like, I've had sex with, or just no, no, no. coworkers, just coworkers. Because I'm like, do you? Yeah. Because like, this person could like ruin a friendship with the other person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't think that that would be my only who, trepidation. The person is like, who wrote into us. Yeah. There's a zero percent chance that like you're the reason that they can't work together. They've already decided to like be in a relationship for four months, and then totally she's leaving the job. So I'm like. Listen, you're in the clear. Yeah. I do have friends that I still work with because when you are a waitress and mm-hmm. you serve tables, like you kind of deeply bond yeah. with a lot of them. So like I'm still friends with people that I've worked with okay. at other jobs. Mm-hmm. I mean... I burn every bridge. I know, and I love that about you. I feel like I'm the only one left. I just don't... Same. You know what? You turn 30, you kind of trim yeah. the fat. Yeah, I have a couple friends that I st- I worked with when I was like in college or right out of college. Yeah. I still talk to them, but like overall, I I wouldn't if I liked somebody at a job, and there was another person there that they had dated, I wouldn't be like, well, I work with this person, so I can't I can't be with them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that other the ex, I wouldn't be. Here's the thing about me. So Mackenzie's really good at boundaries, mm-hmm. loyalty. I have anybody who ever wrongs you, I say they're dead to me. And I bring them in close. Yeah. I like, I see red flags. I run right at them. Mm -hmm. I see boundaries. I say, what what the fuck is that? (laughs) I am made by the people for the people. I fucked so many coworkers. Yeah. I have fucked my ex's exes Mm -hmm. multiple times. That's bad. I've met people when I was in a relationship and then got in a relationship with them and their friends and then they all know each other. I've been like, this is bad. I have dated somebody that I worked with. We ended up moving in together. And then they they moved out. And then I dated somebody else at that same job. And then we all worked together. I mean, I'm That's a messy, messy, messy bitch. That's really messy. In my 20s, I am like probably one of the messiest people that you will find. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. I remember. I, I knew you the tail end. Yeah, you knew. No, I you know. You knew what happened. I saw it. But I also tried to sleep with Mackenzie for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it worked. No, it didn't. And... <laughs> Now we work together, so... Anything can happen. Sometimes your early 20s, when you're in the small queer community, it gets really, like, overlappy really quick. You're right. But if you just openly communicate about that, then you still get to be messy. That's what I say. That's not... That's not the advice we should be what giving. What terrible advice. That was pretty rough. But, but I, I think I, this I would isn't say, on you. She's like openly being like, I'm not going to stay at this job. Yeah. No, I think that we both agree. Yeah, go, go for it. Go fuck that friend. Go fuck that friend. And maybe it'll turn into more. Okay, we also have a bumble fumble. Are you ready for this? So somebody had called in to our Dyke hotline, 818-540-1487, and they left us this message. All right, again, uh, huge fans of you guys. First of all, you're both sexy as hell. You're both funny as hell. I've been with you guys for a couple of years now, and you've guided me and my whole crew through 
lots of gay endeavors, but uh, I got a question for you guys now, an inquiry, if you can help me out with it. Uh, I wanted to know how you would be able to go about going slow into a relationship. I have a tendency to just kind of dive head first. That's a great question. And I met this girl recently about two weeks ago who I'm really crazy about. She's awesome and our values line up. She's got a great mindset. She's gorgeous. Nice. And I really just don't want to mess this up. And I get mocked by most of my friends because I just, I don't know, somehow get into a relationship super fast. And I wanted to know what you guys do to kind of slow it down. Uh, I know, Rachel, you always say all the time, like, gets a little spicy sometimes when you're talking to people. And last night she was snapping me a couple of things that made it escalate. My feelings kind of escalated. And, yeah, I just I need some advice on how to kind of take things nice and slow so I can make the best of this relationship eventually down the road. Snapped things. Uh, hopefully this makes sense. I'm a little nervous, but, yeah, hopefully this goes through. Once again, you guys rock. Much love, and any help you can give me would be awesome. Okay, first of all, I'm loving this accent. What do you think the accent is? I'm thinking it's giving kind of like easty coasty. It's got to be. It's but sounds... it's not exactly New Jersey. No, it, might it might be a might little be more lower. south. Yeah, interesting, fascinating. Um, okay, wait, what did they say that I say? They're like, I'm... no, no, no. They, no. The question was, how do you slow down? How do you slow down a relationship? And to me, like, how how can you put up boundaries so you're not you hauling? Oh, for sure. This is a great question. I it don't think we've great. had this question before. We actually haven't. Nothing and this specific. More of y'all should be asking this question. I know. It seems like you're just going out there and throwing yourself into a relationship. Yeah. And I really, really resonate with this uh, experience. I found myself a lot of times telling myself I was going to be casually dating people. Mm-hmm. And then a week later find myself in relationships again yeah. when I was not trying to do that. Because we fall hard and fast. We fall hard and fast and we're dumb and we're horny and we're all trying to U-Haul and we're like, oh my God, you like the band Sticks? So do I. The example that came out of my mouth. Why is was that your... Unacceptable. I can't believe... The band Sticks? That's not even a gay no, trope. No, that's just like who I am do behind like, closed walls. I thought it was more musicals. I thought it was, honestly, it should have been a Hamilton reference. It should have been. I mean, we all know I'm a fucking ham head. <laughs> Don't call it a ham. Sorry, I'm a Jefferson. It's cool. Spade a spade, bitch. <laughs> Unacceptable, but true. It's really easy to get wrapped up in the excitement of new, new. puss. Yes. New Don't cutie. Say, Don't say new puss. <laughs> A new woman. I'm sorry okay. that I'm reckless. A new woman. A new and a new person in your life. Yeah. And you have a crush on them. And then when they like you back, you're like, oh, perfect. It's so exciting, especially that first month. And yeah. you're like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And you're having sex all the time. Yeah. And everything's really exciting. And it's so easy to name your dog after them, yeah. go buy a cat, and then just be like, this is it She's now. the one. She's the one. She's the one. But I think it's really cool that you have realized that the, that you have a pattern of like, your friends are always like, damn, you're always running into relationships. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, I don't want to do this because it sounds like when we heard this voicemail, you could see our Mackenzie and I smiling because we're like, you really like this person. Not only that, because you can like anybody. Yeah. But it's the, and I do. Um, <laughs> it's the values lining up. Yeah. Which to me is like one of the biggest green flags. Yeah. When I hear somebody being like, our our actual um, plans for our lives and like what we do, we both really like family and we yeah. both care so much about this thing. I think that is super important. It's really important. You can find anybody uh, attractive. You really can. Yeah. And I do. 
find almost Same. anybody attractive. 100%. But like when you actually like get to the deeper emotional level and, and that lines like, up. Yeah, that lines up. That's huge. That's really huge. So this so is a big thing. I think this is great that you have recognized a pattern. Yeah. You found somebody that you're like, I don't want to do the same shit that I've done. I don't want to fuck up. And I want to make up. it different. Yeah. Those are all going to be very helpful things to take a, a pause with this person. Yeah. And a great way to like, see, I did the same thing. Like I was always rushed into things. Mm-hmm. I wasn't the rusher though. Interesting. So for me, what made it different with my now relationship mm-hmm is I wasn't rushed for the first time ever. But was that because it was long distance? I think it was a lot of reasons. Yeah. I think the distance really helped with pacing. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, Nazara never made... The, you know, there's certain milestones that I think a lot of times lesbians do in about two weeks. Yes. Where, by the way, if you're even... Tr- if you have straight friends... Mm-hmm. Sorry. Ugh. Blah, blah, blah. You have to. But if you have straight friends... Y- Talking to them about their pacing is literally night and day. It's crazy. I know people that have been exclusively sleeping with like the same guy for like nine months and they're like, we're not official yet because we're taking it slow. Now, I think that that, who who cares? Do whatever you want. But lesbians, a lot of times, a lot of times queer people, we're like, we're off to the races. So if you can... it can be too fast sometimes. 100%. If you can... Most times take the the idea of like needing to define what you have yeah out of the door right. and let yourself grow into the fun. relationship yeah. that you are so, naturally at so i think a lot of times we I've, I've at least when i was being rushed in relationships yeah i would have women try to sit me down really early to have explicit direct conversations about what are we what are we doing? Who are you? What is this going to be like? And mm-hmm. if you can like avoid, if you're the person who rushes, if you can like re- refrain yourself yeah. from needing to have these like boundary defining conversations until those things are naturally happening, I think that that will really help. Okay. I think that's good. What do you think? Well, I'm wondering when do you think the right time is to bring those up? Because I love boundaries and yeah. I love having conversations about boundaries. And I think that's a really healthy thing yeah. to do. That's not to say like don't never do have them. Because I, we, uh, Eric and I got into an exclusive relationship a month in. So it was pretty quick into dating that we were like, okay, we're girlfriends. Are you typically, do you feel like you typically rush into things? Yes. And do you think that that was the same with your now partner? I don't think it was rushed because we lived close to each other and I put up boundaries right away of like, we only see each other two to three times a week. We don't do sleepovers more than one day in a row. So like I had these like, (laughs) what? I love the way your brain works. Well, I was like, I don't want to rush into this because I was like, we have our our whole lives. So I was like, I I don't want to rush into it. But then we did get exclusive three or, yeah, four weeks in. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's hard because, like, it's every relationship has its own pacing things that are natural. Right. And, like, that makes sense. Like, Nazar and I were long distance for six months. Right. Where, like, we were not in the same zip code. You were five hours away driving. And she was also in, like, fucking Japan and New Zealand all the time. And I was like, where the fuck is this beautiful bitch? (laughs) International dykes. Yeah, yeah. And, like, every relationship is different. Like, for Mackenzie, Mm -hmm. Mackenzie found herself rushing into spending way too much time always having sleepovers. So, for Mackenzie's relationship, 
it made sense for her to be like, I don't want to do those things. So I want to put specific numbers on them. Yeah. And for me, I, it wasn't like, oh, I have too many sleepovers. Blah, blah. For me, it was like, I'm getting into languaged relationships before the emotions are tied in. So I was getting yeah. myself into official monogamous relationships before I was comfortable like Doing spending that. a bunch of time with this person yeah. before I even knew their values, before yeah. I knew who they were. So like, Every dynamic is different, but if I think what's important is like finding the things that you're patterned to do wrong and, and then try and trying them. to break those patterns up for it to be healthy, right? For yeah. it to be healthy for you, yeah. Where I think like it's really for me, I was never allowed the reins of a relationship, mm. I was never allowed because they wanted to sit down and be like, What is this? Right. What are we? Are we exclusive? And I never had a chance to look at like, wh What do I want? And I, I was never given a chance to like yeah. do that. And so for me, it was like, Oh, I, I, I need time and space to grow into that. Mm -hmm. But maybe like if you're somebody who always has the control, giving that to your the person you're dating. Yeah, that's and nice. being like, I want to see like, because a lot of times there's insecurities and people think having control will make them not feel vulnerable. Yeah. So why don't you try feeling vulnerable by giving that control to the person that you're dating? I love that. I think that's what I did personally. Really? Yeah. And she was like, no, let's get fucking married. Yeah, because you, you also don't know. Like mm -hmm. the other person... If you're the type of person who always needs to know exactly where you are with somebody, yeah. exactly what timeline you're on, where they're at, what are we? If you, and not to say that you don't, we, these are important conversations to have. They are. Trying to give it to that other person and refrain from always getting the answers you always want all the time within the first two or three months. L giving it to that other person to mm -hmm. see where they're at because they also could very easily line up right with you or those things could grow and just like, it doesn't need it doesn't mean that it doesn't ever happen, but it doesn't need to come from a place of I'm feeling uncomfortable and vulnerable and open and I need my answers right now. Unload that into someone else. I think that's the thing is that you don't need to know right away. Yeah. And just be comfortable in the unknown for a little bit because that's really exciting. Yeah. Like that's where a lot of the fun in the beginning comes from. Right. Is like that unknown. We're just starting to know each other. The, I, I do think like when you lock it down and mm -hmm. you become official it can be, you know, what next? And like you get those endorphins from totally. these big milestones with somebody. And the next thing after that is like fully moving in with them. Yeah. So I would take it as slow as you can because those milestones are so fun. Yeah. So like you don't totally. want to, for, for lack of a better phrase, blow your load <laughs> super quick. Well, all of those things yeah. are like, the really fun times to they really get, are. It's really fun to know what somebody is like before you're living together. Yeah. It's really fun to date somebody before yeah. you're like fully hibernated with somebody. And yeah. all those things like are really fun to do, but they don't need to be rushed. No. I remember when the finally, the first time I wasn't rushed in a relationship with Nazara, I remember thinking like, I, now that we are locked in, mm -hmm. I'm like so glad that I was like you took able your time. to like be on my own timeline yeah. because now the trust, the security, all of those things are like there authentically. Yeah. So it, it happens. I love that. Yeah. I hope we answered your question. I think giving up the power yeah. to the other partner is really good. 
And yeah, taking as much time as you need. And if you need to put up the boundaries like I did, where I was like, hey, I can't see you two days in a row because I don't want to be like, we're you hauling, we're living together already. Right. You know what take I mean? Take your time. I think take your time. It's slow okay it to slow things down and like enjoy it and to like not have as much control as yeah. maybe you want. It's okay to be uncomfortable and to not know. Yeah. It's okay to be like, damn, are they thinking about me? Like, it's fun. I like that. Yeah. I think it's great. Yeah, I hope we answered your question. Okay, um, we have this week a very special segment that you made for me. <gasps> Bitch! You're going to love it. I'm so excited. I have made a a sweet PowerPoint for you, Mackenzie. It's called Things That Made Me Horny This Week, and I made it throughout the week. Okay, I love this. Every time I got horny, I would run to my computer, and I'd be <sighs> like, let's get this shit in quick. And that's the kind of friendship we have. Yeah. Every time you're horny. I think about you. <laughs> Hold this. Not before, during, just right after. Okay, this week, Rachel's brought me a new episode of Things That Made Me Horny this week. I'm so excited to share it with you. XOXO me. How do I... Jesus. Okay, first we have Kim K's jockstrap. So she posted this a few weeks ago on Instagram, Uh and I saw it first. I said, who is that? Well, there's no eyebrows. No eyebrows, no problem. They're they're there. They're just blonde. Okay. Like ours. Same. (laughs) If the blonde eyebrow is in, bitch, finally, Irish gals, rise up. Okay. We're here. Um, so the jockstrap for me... Did a lot. It did a lot for okay. me because I watch gay male porn. Mm-hmm. That's fine. You can tell the people. It's a safe space. Also, is, everyone knows. <laughs> everyone knows. It's fine. Lesbians, we all know what you're doing <laughs> on the internet. You freaks. The jockstrap... Mm. I see as like gay male culture yeah. to see it on a huge juicy peach. This right I here. thought to myself, wow, because it's very masculine yeah. and feminine at the same time. This this to me, this pose is like this is, power. This is the gay agenda. This is the gay agenda, a hundred percent. Like without Do you think a doubt. Lesbians should start wearing jock straps. Yes. I'm gonna be honest. Because I already wear the boxer briefs. Hot. The Calvins. Yeah. Love them. The Haynes. No, I just said Calvin's. I know, but do you also have the Hanes? I do not. You must. I thought you were a thong girl. Uh, yeah, I wear those to bed. Thongs to bed. No, no, no. Thongs in the day, briefs, briefs to bed. Briefs at night. Yeah. Hot. That's fucking hot. Okay, so this is So now I'm you. switching to this. Yeah. Yeah, done. Also, okay. I have a strap on that looks just like this. <laughs> okay, next. Okay, so Sue Bird had her last game. This was very sad. This, But the crowd was cheering for her, and I was like, this is hot to me. I fell down a rabbit hole. And hearing people just cheering. Okay, this is a stand-up comedian in you. Oh. Do, now I have a question. Yeah. Do you get horny on stage when you're crushing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you even have to ask that? You going, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, I do. The amount, you know when you're just in the zone? I do. And there's nothing you can say will miss? No, I do, but I also Mm -hmm. don't. Don't, You don't get horny? Dude, I'm up there just like. Because I have to remember what I'm supposed to say. Sometimes I find this zone where I like black out and you just become one. With the audience. You're just in the exact (laughs) moment and I'm like, anything's possible. I've seen that happen to you and it is really fun to be around, but I did not know that you were horny. (laughs) <laughs> kind of bl- you know when you're like it's like tantra you know what i mean you're not like you're not like oh i'm so fucking horny but you're like in your like spirit <laughs> yeah. like you know when you're like making love and you're like i have connected to my inner being my mm-hmm. godlike essence that's it okay so this makes sense yeah okay kate middleton so all right wait 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 is this bad why is your face scared 
that Kate Middleton. Kate Middleton to me. Is she horny this week? So I was like, okay. So first of all, I was like, nothing about Kate Middleton makes me horny. Okay, here's the thing. I said R.I.P. to the Queen. Yeah, I was like, sorry, not horny, not horny, not horny. (laughs) I like look up the family. Definitely not horny. Then I found this spicy little bitch, and I was fully horned up because Kate Middleton to me is like one of those. Like one of those people that you're like, oh my God, like she probably doesn't even think about me. And then she slides in your DMs and she's like, do you want to fuck tonight? And you're like, I'll bring my tea. Like this is the type of person that you're like, no, they're not out there doing anything crazy. And then turns out they have like a whole sex dungeon. (laughs) Yeah. I could not believe you went on this ride in your head this week. Oh, I was like this. I sometimes I see people and I'm like, I bet they want. I bet they want to hit it. So they okay. You're watching a lot of coverage on the Queen's funeral. Yeah, and then you happen to see Kate Middleton. Yeah, in I was the, like, who is that? <laughs> I don't know who she is. You are so late to the game. Wait, does everyone know that she's hot? Every well, everyone knows who Kate Middleton is. I had no idea who she was. I just think that the royals in general really make most people dry. Sure, 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 sure. Hairlines, yeah, rough. The, the hairlines are pasty, pasty white people who are just barely like they smile like, like us. upside down, <laughs> no lips. If I wanted to, their I, eyes roll back with the smile, dude. They're so not our type, yeah. But then they marry. I Com- didn't know com- who this fucking Middleton bitch. Yeah. I am okay. a huge fan. I think she's very hot, and I think that there is a deep-seated deviant sexually beneath the surface. It's possible. So we went to a wedding, and there was this man playing the drums. Wait. Okay, you know who and made... And boom. You know who made me horny? Tell me. I can't tell you because this is the public episode, but maybe on the private episode. <laughs> Wait. Okay, because the listeners can't see this and only patrons can see this. If you can if see you this, zoom in. if you zoom in, that's who made me horny. We cannot tell him. Mackenzie and I went to a wedding and there was a lot of percussion. It was a lot of like um, big, burly men yeah. walking around the party, slamming drums. Big drums. A la um, drumline. A la drumline, which by the way, also makes me fucking horny. There's something about a drum that's very hot. Percussion is it very goes, sexy. It moves through your body. It moves through your body, 100%. Yes. So I totally get that. The men at the party. Yeah. I well, it was like a Syrian like culture yeah. party. So there was like a lot of like percussion. Yes, I loved it. And dancing. fucking dancing. I was dancing. And we were, yeah, getting our rocks off. Okay. 100%. Okay, Natalie Thortman. Do you wanted me to laugh at that, didn't you? Yes, I did. Then I did. And she kind of did. It was a smile. Um, so she, I was watching a show on Nat Geo mm-hmm. starring Bear Grylls. Oh, who, was she on it? She was on it. Okay. And she was talking about Thor. And I was yeah. like, I'm not going to watch that. But I looked up her body. And I think I really need to start strapping my bicep with like yeah. a piece of leather. Yeah. Just to let them know. I don't know if you should. I said, I didn't watch the movie, but I do want her to hammer me, which is true. And very funny. Thank you. No, she. I watched the movie. She looks great in it. What's next? So I watched the Emmys at my best friend Mackenzie's house. We did watch the Emmys together because we were rooting for Hannah. We were rooting for Hannah, our gal. And we watched Hannah give... She was on stage to present an award. Mm -hmm. And she took the opportunity to shoot her shot with Zendaya. And I was like... 
that's our bitch. That's what I think, honestly, all queers needed. Yeah. I have been waiting for a queer woman to shoot her shot at Zendaya, honestly, just Zendaya. Yeah. But like at an award show, a public award show. A big, the Emmys. The Emmys. Prime time, <laughs> baby. The Emmys. Her to shoot her shot was so funny. And in a funny bit like that. I loved it so much. It was also, so funny and playful and Hannah like. Hannah looked gorgeous. I love Hannah. Look at her. I know, Looking fucking awesome. And also. Don't get me started Jean on Smart. Jean Smart open neck, fully covering the bod, just like stunning, stunning. elegant. Fucking timeless, so hot, just like Jeans coursing through my so veins. So hot. There's something about older women. I'm sorry, love. I'm love. out of control. Watching Abbott Elementary, yeah. Just like, why do I want to be principled? Get principled. Why do I want someone to like hit me on the knuckles with a ruler? Uh, yeah, you should do like a like um, role playing with, with Nazara. Yeah, where she's the principal I and love you're the that. the naughty student. You could do it. Holy shit. You could Lindsay, do it. Thank you. This You're now the director one. of my sex life. You know I'll do it. Um, okay, boom. Okay, what we is We went this? full Halloween in my house. These are pictures from my house. You got horny for Halloween. Yeah. Halloween's coming. Halloween season makes me horny also. Oh, it's, it's the smells, the sights, the sounds. Fall leaves. Fall leaves. Crisp fall night. I'm loving pumpkin pie smell. Mm-hmm. I love it getting, yeah, colder outside. Putting on a also, mask. Also, ghouls. <laughs> Also, ghouls, ghouls, which is what I call straight girls. <laughs> oh, the ghouls are out tonight. I was trying to go to the Abbey. Too many ghouls. <laughs> you know, the ghouls are always like, it's Pride Month and calling me the F slur. <laughs> oh, ghouls, go back home. They're not here. We don't have any ghouls. Wait, do we have any ghouls listening? I'm sure there's a couple. That's really funny. A couple though. of ghouls. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Moving right along. Um, Kaylani on TikTok. Kaylani's been posting videos recently. Videos from her show. We have to be front row at the next one. We because have to. She's going up to people. Yeah. And just the direct Locking eye contact. It and just like slowly, she like melts down to like a squat, legs open, maintaining eye contact. Honestly, I'm just impressed about the squat. Same. Do you know like, how much control? It's so hard to, to get just, back up. Not only to get back up, but to maintain control that slowly all the way to the ground. Yeah. And then isometrically just holding it there. We're talking a lot of lower body strength. I'm going to be honest. We have to go to a concert because it is, you know, I'm already very, very attracted to Kehlani. I know you are. Everything and about same. Her. We all are. Kehlani also grabbing the back of her backup dancer's head and then grinding. She's doing a lot of like strap on also like mimicking. It's uh-huh. very hot. Yeah, I'm here for this. Every time I open up my TikTok, I feel like it's just Kehlani just grinding on somebody. It is softcore porn. And I like it. Yeah, me too. Um, what is I, this? Um, I got squished at the car wash. This is you? Why does it look like you just got your wisdom teeth removed? <laughs> If you're watching, oh my God, this was at a car wash in a public place. Why do you look like you're fully on Novocaine? Are you okay? I was getting really, okay. I, I went to a car wash, which I do all the time. At this car wash, you can pay money for a full body massage in these massage chairs. You should not be doing this at the, uh, in public. I It makes me wildly uncomfortable when they do, people do this at the mall in the airport. Yeah, and I'm that people. Oh no. I'm the person who gets publicly massaged. massaged. <laughs> and I look like hell. You look truly like you just woke up from a procedure. <laughs> <laughs> I've never 
never been red so hard in my life. I this, I had just worked out. That's what happened. I just got I mean out of the gym. In the nicest way, you look like hell. I did, and you know what you else? You look like hell. This also is what I look like right after I have sex. <laughs> I know. I you can know actually. I look like shit after sex. God bless the people who have ever fucked me. Because I just, I'm sweaty. My cheeks are so red. I'm like, I lost a nose ring <laughs> somewhere. I need Gatorade and electrolytes immediately. I'm fully depleted. You look like you're in a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> like you've been through the woods. 100%. I'm in the basement of Barbarian. Just like, <laughs> she's here. Somebody bit me me <laughs> i hope anybody gets that reference if anyone has seen barbarian they're gonna laugh at that pretty yeah. hard okay is this the last one you wish there's 400 <laughs> more are you serious you got really Wait, horny is that this it? week that concludes things that made me horny this week i hope oh. you enjoyed them and i hope that you also take home a little bit of horniness with you the smile at the end by me rachel scanlon Oh, my friends call me Ray and you can call me later. <laughs> That's so stupid. dude. <laughs> no, don't. No, don't write that down. Bling, bling. Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> OK, that's been it this week on the podcast. I'm Mackenzie Goodwin. I'm Rachel Scanlon. Go do something gay today. We are the greatest dykes in the world. Mackenzie Goodwin. Rachel Scanlon. <laughs>